0: It's meow? Dress. Meow. <laughs> yeah, meow. Sans Riley, he is not here.
1: He has family things to do.
0: He's hanging out with Albus and Frank. He's busy. now, you just have producer so now Zane. I have producer Zane as my co host tonight. Yay! <laughs> Cute. So, I was just
1: waiting. I was just waiting for oh, Riley to go. You're sitting
0: there lying in wait going, like, when one of these fuckers goes down, I am ready have Mainly a database it- of
1: cat articles just to <laughs> <laughs> to reach also into Also helps
0: that we kind of record at your house mm, yeah. So <laughs> even if Riley and I weren't here you could be up At like 2am just going like I'm going to record an episode of the cat podcast Because podcast I can All
1: by myself uh, With
0: Fifi." of course oh, And she's got her own microphone I will post on the Instagram the photo I have of her Standing at her mic Right now she's just like sitting Loafing on the chair Hello Fifi. That wasn't her. That was me. All right. Cute. We have a fun little episode planned. We've got, we're going to talk about some Egyptian cats. Suzanne's going to tell us all about Egyptian cats. And then we're going to go into the Sphinx cats.
1: Kind of so an Egyptian cool.
0: cat. Kind of an Egyptian cat. Um, More of a
1: Canadian cat though. Right? Oh, really? Oh, Aren't they? Didn't they originate in Canada?
0: Yes, they did. But that's like, that is the reason I was like, oh, really? Because then I was like, Canada, cold cat. Cat should have Ooh. fur. Mm. But then again, a really cute Instagram cat is a sphinx from Canada. Yeah, That's get funny. to put
1: them in jumpers. That's true.
0: They actually like wearing clothes rather than other animals, which is quite, quite sweet. Um, then we're going to talk about how to get a grumpy cat to like you.
1: That's something everyone needs to know.
0: Yeah, I think it's com- it should be just common knowledge, yeah. you know. Um, and then we're going to go into our Insta cat of the week. So Zane's going to start us off with the Egyptian
1: cats. Egyptian cats. Okay, so. I'm not talking about cats from Egypt. I'm talking about like ancient, ancient, ancient Egypt cats. and their relationship to cats because they
0: like them. Yeah, I
1: was doing some research and it's like a little. It's it's odd how much they like them. Yeah, like they didn't so much worship cats themselves, but for injuring or killing a cat, you could be killed or injured yourself.
0: Should be the law today.
1: In my Should opinion. Be. Should be. Um, <clears throat> so the f- earliest feline Egyptian god was called Mafdet, and she was uh, described in pyramid text as killing a serpent with her claws. Typical cat. But that's why cats were so popular, because with Egypt, of course, they were starting to farm and keep Wheat and other grains. Yeah, so
0: snakes would get in.
1: Snakes and rats. And what's better to kill snakes and rats than Kitty cats?
0: cat.
1: Yeah. Cute. <laughs> so, mafdet is kind of related to runner, uh, so kind of translated to, oh, to mean runner. that's what runner. It translated
0: it's run. runner. Okay. So,
1: they think that possibly some sort of uh, cheetah or, or leopard Ooh. It was the inspiration for that particular god? The most famous Egyptian cat god is Bastet. Now, Bastet started out as like a warrior mm. and like, take no nonsense. She knows what she wants. She's going to go after her and get it. But over the years, as the patriarchy took over, turned into much more of a like, you know, we're just going to be uh, at home having some kids, <laughs> uh, and that's what Bastet <laughs> turned into.
0: <laughs> so she just had a bunch of kittens.
1: No, no, so she turned into kind of like a, a fertility,
0: oh, uh, fertility sort of goddess symbol. rather oh, than a warrior goddess. Right, yeah. okay.
1: And there was a lioness-headed Sekhmet. Now, that's when Bastet turned into the more domesticated cat.
0: It's the only time I've ever seen her play with that toy. She and She course,
1: play with it right now.
0: <laughs> She's like, butterfly, butterfly, <laughs> butterfly. Anyway.
1: Yeah, so when Bastet became uh, more domesticated mm. around the same time that cats were domesticated by the Egyptians, yep. Sekhmet, the lioness-headed goddess, came about and she became the warrior.
0: Right, yeah. okay.
1: Now, there was a festival in the city called Bubastus Babastus. Babastus. Now that's a it's a very interesting name. But as recorded by the Greek historian Herodotus, mm. like there was a huge festival honoring Bastet and cats, uh, and he described it as the largest and most enthusiastically celebrated in all of Egypt. Man. What would <laughs> they do?
0: Just like go outside and hold up their cats having a rager or something? Well,
1: or- Thousands of small cat sculptures are oh. uh, possibly left with off- as offerings right. at the temple of, uh, of to devotees, but also families would bring their their passed away cats, <gasps> and they would be mummified and interred uh, in in Babastus uh. with the same with the same honor and like jewelry and care as taken like- with hu- with people.
0: Whoa! Yeah.
1: So it was it was kind of a uh, a a festival um once a year. Wow. And temple priests had huge catteries, like where what they would breed and keep cats um to That's keep rad. pests out of temples and of course yeah there were I think in the cemetery in Babastus that they discovered most recently there was something like 50,000 mummified cats. What? Yeah, like just an enormous number.
0: That is mental.
1: Yeah. So we have Maftet, Bastet, and Sekhmet. Et, 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 So that's the, those are the three Egyptian gods. Now I was looking through like other cat gods mm. to see if cat gods were a real thing like throughout Mythology. Right. They're really not. There's a lot of like famous cat beasts. Right. Uh, and I'll talk about one of them on another episode, maybe. Mm. Like, they're, they're like beasts and monsters were very ca- heavily cat based, but not not many gods and goddesses were based around the cat. So, but there
0: were plenty of dogs, I'm sure.
1: Always. There's mm. always dogs. Ugh.
0: Boring, boring, boring. Who He's wants like a pet bored. that you don't She's have like to work for their friendship? The She's like, I'm so sick of this. <laughs> they just sick kept talking about shit. dogs. I was <laughs>
1: promised this would be a cat podcast.
0: <laughs> She's done. She's looking at the front door, going like, mm, <laughs> "This looks like a good option." Fifi.
1: <laughs> yeah, so that's cats in ancient Egypt, or <groans> mainly the cat goddesses. So the 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 three cat goddesses were kind of. They're joined together in, I'm not going to say like a trinity, but like a group of- The power uh, of
0: three, charmed, 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 Kind jumped, of,
1: jumped. kind of this mystical idea that they were the feminine counterpart to Amun-Ra,
0: Ra. which
1: is the, the sun god, the father of all. So they were kind of the counterbalance, the feminine counterbalance to the masculine Amun-Ra. The
0: power of three will set you free.
1: And you say that, but also, like, Catwoman, like, is tied in with Bastet as well. Like, really? Yeah. I do not know that. Well, in the new Halle Berry movie that wasn't particularly the great. one that
0: no one <laughs> saw, including me. Just
1: going to say forever, I saw it and it's a little bit of a guilty pleasure of mine.
0: Forever Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. Oh,
1: absolutely. She was great. but
0: Iconic.
1: Halle Berry doesn't erase the canon of that. It's kind of like there is always a number of cat women. and Yeah, and they, Eartha
0: Kitt was cat woman. Eartha Kitt was
1: the original cat woman and my mind. I'm a big Z- Eartha Kitt Z- <laughs> 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 Yes, Eartha Kitt. Um, but, yeah, so they basically bring out the mythology to kind of the cats chose the women and then empowered them to, to protect other women.
0: Look, hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay, well, following on, well, I want to chat about one of my favorite breeds. Also, turns out the most expensive to buy—super expensive—the Sphinx cat. So, I my first encounter was this, with a Sphinx cat because I was creeped out by them originally. Because remember, Rachel on Friends had a Sphinx cat.
1: I do.
0: Oh, and I was like, "The fuck is that? It looks like it's inside <laughs> out. What's going on?" Aww. And then um, I went to the ECR and they have those cat shows. Um, and, like, people very pro-cat and just yeah. happy to be there and happy to talk about their cats. And there was a lady I met and she had Sphinx cats and she had a four-month-old little Sphinx kitten and its little dinosaur claw, like, <laughs> grabbed my finger and it was so cute. Oh, God. We
1: just so- wanted to be your friend.
0: Oh, hell yeah. And I was happy to take it home until I found out how expensive it was. I thought that siren was Fifi. I was like, what's wrong, doll? What happened?
1: No, it's just the neighbourhood I live in. (laughs) Just the valley.
0: (laughs) Um, So the Sphinx cat actually came about accidentally through a genetic mutation. Um, So um, there was just this... Birth of this hairless kitten called Elizabeth. Just random hairless cat. Yeah, she was a black and white domestic cat from exactly right Toronto, Canada. So Elizabeth's owner recognised that um, prune, that's what the kitten was called.
1: (laughs) Oh, no. um,
0: uh, Was unique and set about trying to reproduce the kitten. He, with um, some other hairless cats that were born in the mid to late 70s, were bred and furred bred to furred cats like the Devon Rex. Right. Um, So the gene of the hairlessness is recessive. So while some of the offspring were hairless, others did have fur. Um, Originally known as the Canadian Hairless Cats, according to the International Cat Association, (laughs) I want to be a part of that association. (laughs) I want to be
1: king of that association.
0: Uh, (laughs) So the breed is eventually settled on Sphinx as the name of the breed, a reference to the gigantic limestone sculpture in the Egyptian de- desert, worn smooth over the millennia through the erosion by wind, sand, and water. The Sphinx is recognized by the American Cat Fanciers Association, the Cat Fanciers Association, the International Cat Association, as well as other cat registries. Sign me up. <laughs> I want to be there. Um, so the most famous cat, according to cattime.com, uh, says that uh, Mr. Bigglesworth from Austin Powers.
1: Yeah.
0: Mr. Oh, Bigglesworth. Oh, bless his heart. And then when Minnie me got the teeny tiny little Sphinx kitten. Oh. So um, Sphinx kittens, they are a medium-sized cat generally weighing between 6 and 12 pounds. So how much is that in kilos? Like um,
1: 6 and 12, so would be like 5 and 10. Cute.
0: Um, so the... Sphinx cat loves attention and he's demanding of human attention and will do anything like to get a, look at me, look (laughs) at me, I'm so good. So they're very easy to handle for veterinarians. So I'm sure whenever a vet comes across a Sphinx cat, they're like, thank God this is going (laughs) to go okay. Um, And it's not unusual for a Sphinx to be a therapy cat.
1: Oh, because they're so friendly.
0: Yeah, oh, that's so sweet. When he's not receiving the attentions of adoring fans, the curious and energetic Sphinx is exploring surroundings, climbing cat trees or otherwise seeking high places, chasing a bug or generally getting into mischief. They're extremely fond of teaser toys and puzzle toys to challenge. It as athleticism, that's a hard word to say, and brains. They're a really high social cat. Um, they'll enjoy having a friend, maybe yes, another Sphinx cat, or even they get along with dogs really well.
1: Oh, that's yeah. interesting. That's so cute. Maybe you could get, what are those hairless dogs called, The like the Chinese Crested? Oh, I don't something. like them.
0: The one with like the, the little bit of the doo bit on yeah, the front Yeah, he head. has like
1: spiky hair up the top and just like he's a, a friend of mine had one of them before and they feel very different to a Sphinx cat. Yeah, Sphinx yeah. cats
0: are smooth. Yeah. I think probably because the Sphinx cat still does like, clean itself.
1: Well, they still have like little, furs, little hairs. Yeah, yeah, little
0: furs. Little- <laughs> I'm a six-year-old. It's got furs on it. No, the hairs. So um, the health of these ones, which I was interested in, they're prone to a skin disease called, oh, oh God, Urticaria pigmentosa which causes like sores on their bodies. Um, and then hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, which was what was found in the Maine Coon cat as well. Um, it's a form of heart disease, yeah, inherited by such cats as Maine cream. So I didn't even have to read that. I knew that off the top of my head because we I wrote a cast podcast.
1: International Cat Association, hire us now.
0: Certified. <laughs> Um, So the care of them, despite their small body, a sphinx requires at least as much grooming as other cats with fur. Their skin must be kept moisturized with a gentle scent-free lotion. They need weekly baths as to not leave greasy spots on your furniture and clothing. Yikes. Um, you can use, like, baby shampoo on them, brushing their teeth, which you should do with all your cats. You know what I found the other day at Coles? There's this stick thing that's got mint leaves on it, and when your cat, like, chews on it and bites it, it gives it fresh breath.
1: Oh, Well, Fifi's breath isn't that bad, but maybe I'll get some of them anyway just in case.
0: Well, apparently because mint is a friend of catnip.
1: Yeah, so, so they're the same family.
0: Yeah, so they're still, like, about the Interested the a bit
1: in it. I guess they get sunburn as well, wouldn't they? The yeah, sphinxes?
0: I think so. You have to check their ears quickly and make sure. But that's with like a lot of cats. You need to remove any of the crap that's in their head. They prefer to have their litter box spotless and look. So would I.
1: Yeah, who doesn't?
0: Um, they although the sphinx feels warm to the touch, they don't have fur to keep themselves warm. So he probably good idea to buy them a sweater or two.
1: Or two, or at least two, Or
0: five. Um. So yes, when bringing up. Um uh, indoor. It's a good idea for Sphinx. It's it's a good idea for Sphinx to be indoors to prevent um sunburn and to protect from de- diseases and stuff. Um make sure a cat safe sunscreen. If I can find a cat safe sunscreen, I'm gonna link it on the Instagram because yeah. I, I want to know that. What
1: what constitutes a cat safe sunscreen? I don't know. I'm just gonna do a quick Google now. You continue.
0: No, I'm Google. Um so Oh, bald, wrinkled, and pot bellied. Aww. Oh, their little bellies. They're so cute. Um, is sometimes proclaimed to be ugly. You don't need that negativity in your life, Sphinx cats. If there are any Sphinx cats listening out there, just know you're beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Inside and out. Oh, God. They're If chest- anyone says
1: otherwise, you'd let me know and I'll punch them.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it's like, but all cats would have a pot belly. It's just they've got fuzz to disguise it. Um, supporting the body are firm muscular legs set on oval paws with slender toes. <laughs> Sphinx kittens are really heavily wrinkled, but as they grow this the wrinkles um smooth out. They come in all colours and patterns, so you can get like as if like a tuxedo cat, but you can get it hairless. I saw version. a great
1: photo the other day of a black and white Sphinx cat kind of cuddled together and they'll look like yin yang. <laughs> <laughs> and I just learned that zinc oxide and zinc is poisonous to cats and dogs. Oh. So you can't use So
0: can't have zinc oxide can't, in it.
1: Can't have zinc in it the new sunscreen. Right. But there are there are many brands of pet sunscreen available at pet stores.
0: Well, there you go. The more yeah. you know. Um, so they can be like white or black. Chocolate? Lavender? I would love <laughs> to see a purple cat that hasn't been dyed or treated inhumanely.
1: Um, so that the, is a very necessary addendum. Very necessary. Addendum.
0: So the colour is seen in the pigment of the skin as in, like, normal cats as well. Um, I wonder how they go with kids. Hold on. Because they're active and social, you'd think. Well, yeah. They can be with kids. They're great with kids, apparently. But always introduce your pet slowly, and we'll get to that in another episode. So that's the Sphinx Kitty.
1: Oh, Sphinx Kitty.
0: So, Zane, you have yes. a Disney cat or just a general cat from literature that you would like to talk well, about. He, Please he tell is, me.
1: Well, he is both. He is the Cheshire cat. He's pretty good. So he was, of course, popularised by Lewis Carroll in Alice in Wonderland, known for his distinctive mischievous grin, um... And while he's most celebrated in Alice-related context, i.e. Disney slash Tim Burton, less, Blew, less degree. Leave
0: that adaptation. But he is,
1: honest. I mean, in, in Tim Burton's he's voiced by Stephen Fry, so I have to give it a little bit of credit. Is so, oh,
0: yes, Yeah. So he predates the
1: 1865 novel um, could, because he is, like, from a... A turn of phrase, I guess. Oh, really? Smiling like a Cheshire cat.
0: Oh, I thought that just came from Alice in Wonderland. but
1: No, it didn't. So Cheshire was known for its dairy products. And so... Cats
0: you, like dairy cats are apparently like dairy. this fictitious thing where they can drink milk. No, yeah, they so, can't.
1: <laughs> a possible origin of the phrase is one favoured by the people of Cheshire, uh, which boasts numerous dairy farms, hence the cat's grin because of the abundance of milk and cream. Mm. But according to Brewer's Dictionary The phrase has never been satisfactorily accounted for But it has been said That cheese was formerly sold in Cheshire Moulded like a cat That looked like it was grinning and because che- the-
0: Moulded cheese that looks like cats
1: Yeah I and, need it And because the cheese was cut and served from the tail end The last part to be eaten was the smile So, in Lewis Carroll, when
0: anything has a head, like if anything's shaped as something, I need to have the head first just to like take them out of their suffering.
1: Okay. No, I get that. I can see that. I feel
0: like (laughs) cutting like toes off or tails off is just like extending the suffering. <laughs> of the thing shaped or something, right.
1: yeah. I guess this is 1865 or
0: 1853. They're so. brutal out there. They're cutthroat.
1: Yeah, but another another hypothesis is that the phrase owes its origin to unhappy attempts of a sign painter of that county uh, to represent a lion rampant, which was a crest of the influential family in the area, on the signboards of many of the inns. The resemblance to these lions to cats. Cause them to be generally called by cats instead of lions. So you can see a lot of these like in the village of Charlton between Pusey and Davises, Wiltshire, a public house commonly known by the name the Cat of Charlton. Uh, So the Cheshire Cat, because it was like a lion roaring, looked like it was smiling.
0: Oh, yes.
1: So that is Lewis Carroll's character. Uh, Now another... Because of all the many different illustrations that have come about, the inspiration for the the illustrations is usually the British short hair. Ah. Oh. Yeah. So Uh, Carol saw a representative British shorthair illustrated on a label of a Cheshire cheese. The Cat Fanciers Association profile reads, when gracelessness is observed, the British shorthair is duly embarrassed, quickly recovering with a Cheshire cat smile.
0: I haven't seen many cats smile, if I'm
1: honest. No, I'm also (laughs) interested in what that entails.
0: Like, they... You know when they do this, they're like.
1: <laughs> yeah, when they, like, played themselves out and their mouth is open, they're kind of panting. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't think they're happy.
1: Fizzy Are they not is happy? is, like,
0: curious lady tonight. She is just getting all up in She's in, in a there. good
1: mood. In a good mood.
0: She is smelling that umbrella basket, like, no worries.
1: <laughs> so let's get on to Disney because this is a Disney cat.
0: Disney cat.
1: So he is a mysterious, pink and purple striped cat with a devious, mischievous personality, and first appeared in the 1951 Disney animated feature film *Alice in Wonderland*. The Cheshire Cat has become a per- has a permanent smile on his face and can disappear at will.
0: And the mole runs <laughs> out grey. A little creepy.
1: He's a little creepy. Sometimes. And it's done by the
0: guy that did the voice of Winnie the Pooh, which is so disorientating.
1: It He is. He was voiced by uh, originally, let me find it. <sighs> I had it before. I'll get to it later. Um, he is now voiced by the guy that does Winnie the Pooh and others, but they kind of passed along. Uh. The guy who did Winnie the Pooh passed Winnie the Pooh along to this guy and also the treasure cat.
0: Oh, right, right, right.
1: Yeah, so his true nature in the film is very questionable. So like your favourite Disney cat. It's like
0: he's in there to just (laughs) fuck Alice over.
1: I think that represents cats pretty well, though. (laughs) They're like, maybe I'm going to be your friend, maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not? Maybe I want some treats, please. (laughs) Speaking of, Fifi. (laughs) Uh, but above all he, he appears to be a completely neutral character and in many circumstances he's the only being in wonderland to show kindness and sympathy to alice giving her advice on which path to take during her journey
0: yeah alice is problematic isn't it
1: isn't it isn't it okay well this is goes through the uh <laughs> but some of his favorite quotes most and
0: the mole rats <laughs>
1: grey Most everyone's mad here <laughs> He dislikes seeing Alice upset Unless he playfully caused it <laughs> He likes mischief Giving Alice some very good advice Showcasing his abilities And standing on his head
0: He does, he does do that And he holds his own head at one point <sighs>
1: What's powers and for? Abilities, well, actually, no, I was reading the next section. After Powers and Abilities, it has fate ceases to exist. Oh, that's When Alice sad. wakes up, it was all just a it's dream. It's just all
0: in her head. Poor Alice. Aww. We're all mad here.
1: <laughs> so his personality is mysterious, mischievous, silly, comical, cunning, sneaky, insane, and unpredictable. Correct. So that's a cat, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Zaini. Zany. And wants to fuck attacked. with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because
0: your name is Zane. That, yeah. He's <laughs> <It's> like, why? <laughs> That's harsh. That's cute. Yeah, I do like the Cheshire Cat. There are cute um, brooches a few companies have made of him. And, and the really Disney nice. pins.
1: Yeah. He's one of my favourite to collect on the Disney pins.
0: Yeah, that Disney pin thing. It's a slippery slope, isn't it?
1: It is a deep hole because it's, there's no way to get them all because there's billions of them. I know, uh, but I got I got like half a billion of them. So
0: really, no,
1: I got more than I should have. Right, I've got about fifty.
0: Jesus 50 Christ, and they're all
1: really cute.
0: They are, but they're like seven dollars a pop.
1: Oh no, I traded most of mine. Oh good, yeah. So you get a, you get like the little trader assets. See,
0: that's what. Sorry, this is a massive digression. But when I went to Disneyland the second time, I was noticing it a lot more. People stand, like, in Disney Springs in Disneyland California mm. with their boxes, not going to Disneyland, just going there to trade.
1: Oh, yeah, like, as you walk in? Yeah. yeah. I was
0: like, whoa, this is mental.
1: It is. It's crazy. I didn't really trade with those people. I, the, but <laughs>
0: Cast members?
1: Cast members. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: That's fine. It's the mentals that come in with their boxes, and you're like, "Oh, okay." It's
1: not. I, there, literally, there was a guy that had a suit covered, and he wore this. And apparently, he was a regular. He was just chatting with the cast members, like he was there every day. That is who I want to be.
0: No, it's not, because that guy does not get laid.
1: That guy oh,
0: just sits at home counting, counting his, his pins.
1: pins. <laughs> One day. One. Day. Never
0: again. Okay. Anyway, back to cats. So um, what to do when you have a grumpy cat?
1: What do you do with a grumpy cat?
0: Well, it says part one of three on WikiHow because that's how I solve most of my life's problems is on WikiHow.
1: I bet the first step is make an internet meme about it.
0: No, it says feed your cat a good diet.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So even a grumpy cat will appreciate food that tastes good and is good for them. Yeah, i Believe that. Make sure it's a high quality cat food and um, consider wet food instead of dry food. See, I don't know if I've said this about Cleo. Cleo does not like wet food. Hmm. Not even a little bit.
1: I don't know what her deal is. Fifi.
0: Partial to dry food?
1: Well, she's not too fast on food altogether. Like, you- She's not very food motivated. No. No? So you, I, I give her wet food at night mm. and she will have a bit of it and then leave it and then come back. And she'll just continually graze. Yeah, she, yeah. She will prefer wet food over dry food, but she doesn't complain when she doesn't get it. So
0: weird. My last cat, Aurora, she was so like she, we we would like free feed her dry food and then we'd give her wet food at night mm. and she'd be like, <laughs> Whereas we tried with Cleo because she was really she was very thin when we got her. Mm. Um, not from neglect or anything, but I just think just cause she'd been primarily given dry food and I just thought she was small and I love a fat cat, so I was like, <laughs> wet food. And she will lick it. She'll lick the juice bits, but she won't touch it. Huh. Yeah. Make sure you give your cat access to plenty of fresh and clean water. Yeah. Make sure that if they've got any specific nutritional needs, I guess, like, the main thing, if there's something wrong with your cat behaviorally, just take it to a vet Yeah, because it could be, like, so many things. This is
1: just kind of cat basics.
0: Yeah. Give your cat tasty treats. Yes, because they're good boys and good girls. Oh, this is nice. Give them a nice place to sleep. So if they are being, like, (laughs) real feisty, and especially if you've got people coming over, make sure you give your cat, like, a safe spot so Mm. they know that, they're safe if anything's wrong. Yeah, because cats somewhere really like
1: territory. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah.
0: Um, clean like clean your litter box. Oh, and this is good. Give them like toys that they can get their aggression out on. Get yourself like a sweet ass, like cat pole, so they yep. can just like scratch it. Can you hear me? It's
1: mostly just tapping, but <laughs> there we go.
0: Um, just so they can get their aggression out. We noticed a huge change in Cleo when we started giving her more challenging toys and she was less likely to like rip us apart or rip (laughs) the carpet apart. Um, But also I think uh, with interacting to them, make sure if like your cat is not cool with you being really close, like don't make them. There's a great um, Instagram that I found called grumpy Barbara. And this lady had adopted Grumpy Barbara through um, Beth Stern's, like, adoption thing. Oh, yeah. And I have to say, this woman was the most patient with this cat, and now she has the most amazing relationship with her, mainly because, like, she let Barbara decide what was cool and what was not.
1: Yeah, yeah. And
0: now this, like, Barbara, like, snuggles with her and sleeps on her chest. So just give it time. That's
1: true. And I think cats definitely more than dogs, have their own ideas about what should be happening when.
0: Yeah, definitely. So
1: I think you need to pay attention to them as well as them paying attention to you.
0: Yeah, and to be honest, like, I'm not one of those people. Like, I... (laughs) I love cats, but I think, like, I'm on the the dog side of loving cats. Like, I just want them to love me so much <laughs> that I just go in. Like, poor Fifi. Like, I'm really lucky because she's, you know, a really nice cat, so she's not going to, like, fuck me up. But God help me when I find, like, a really grumpy cat and I try to force it to like me because I think I'm going to be in such trouble. <laughs> anyway.
1: That's why you're reading this article, right?
0: Exactly right. Okay. Instacat of the week. Yes. So Insta-cat. after talking after talking about my one of my favorite breeds, the Sphinx cat, I have one of my favorite Instagrams this week <laughs> that I follow on my own account and we also follow them on Everybody Wants to Be a Cat, um, the Meow Podcast Instagram. This is the Sphinx called Pocket. Aww. Pocket the Sphinx. And the Pocket. reason I – came across this was because Max von Essen, who owns him, is currently playing Gleb in Anastasia the Musical on Broadway. Okay. Yeah. So he was in an interview and he was just about to go into the show and they were asking him about his life and his boyfriend, who loves cats, yeah. really wanted a cat and Max, like, wasn't keen. So they decided that they'd get a Sphinx cat because they are so friendly and now they're best buds. oh. Aww. Um, Pocket and Max are like, I'll show Zayn a photo. <laughs>
1: um,
0: and they, like, my favorite thing about this Instagram is that Max and his partner, oh, my God, I need to find his partner's name because he's just the sweetest baby angel. Um, oh, my God, what's his name? Daniel, Daniel Rowan. Um, they, like, do captions as, like, being Pocket. So walk, daddy, I wafting a golden girl's tool. <laughs>
1: oh,
0: this cat <laughs> is so cute. Like, obviously, do the right thing and like keep her warm. So, she, um, he's got like, is it a girl or a boy? I think it's a boy. Um, got all these like little sweater outfits, and oh, he's so safe, and he's got one of those big wheel things that they can walk on. You know, those what? like the big wheel oh, things. Yeah. yeah, he's got one of those. Lucky, and look at his little. Booby belly.
1: <laughs>
0: it's so cute. So that's my Instacat of the week. <laughs> and then we have our, because of our affiliation with Best Friends Felines, we've got a kitty to talk about today.
1: Kitty. Kitty. So. This is where I got Fifi from. This is
0: where Zane got Fifi. So, we have got a little kitten to talk about today, and her name is Eleanor. And the reason I picked her is she's a tortie like my baby Cleo. She's currently residing at uh, Carindale. She was born um, at the end of January, so she's still really little. Um, Snuggle scope, she needs attention and cuddles. Doll same. Who
1: doesn't? Like,
0: I live for it, right? Um, so, are the cats. Uh, she's fine with like a good introduction um dog st- uh, scope is um like untested this is my favorite child scope would be good with sensible children
1: not ridiculous not children
0: unsensible children
1: insensible children are ridiculous <laughs> I agree with
0: <laughs> I agree with that I wouldn't want any unsensible children. So, Eleanor is an adorable little naughty tortie hashtag naughty taughty, <laughs> who loves to run around and wrestle with her siblings and resident cats. She loves playing with all sorts of toys and can be often seen carrying around a little toy. Though she can be a little bit more independent than her brothers, when she wants attention or realises she's been left alone for too long, she'll cry out loud. <laughs> And come running to the people who respond, looking for a cuddle with per motor running. (laughs) When she's having her downtime, she loves to cuddle up and sleep with her people, helping to keep feet and legs warm at night. Oh, she's so cute. So I'll pop her up on the Instagram. I realize I didn't put the Instagrams up from last week because I'm a lazy (gasps) bitch. So I'll put them up today as well. Right. Um, so oh, but she's so cute. So yes, go on to dot You can find yourself a little friend in their felines so section. Many there's cats so many kittens. And
1: all of them are so lovely.
0: They're so cute. And there's also like you can contact Best Friend Felines if you want to be a foster carer, you can. Um you can they they do have their trivia night coming up, which they we're do. also really interested in going. We yep. need like a group of ten, Natalie said. So we need to get our shit together.
1: Well, let us know on Facebook or yeah, on Instagram. Yes. Yeah.
0: We'll do it, everybody wants to be a cat group, that would be great, um because we want to help these guys out as much as possible because they do so much great work. Thanks for being my co-host tonight, Zane. Riley, you're, you're the welcome. worst.
1: <laughs> I mean, my voice isn't quite as baritone and mellifluous as Riley's.
0: Yeah, it's very his, his voice is very dulcet, isn't it?
1: Mm, mm. Mm, mm.
0: We miss you, Riley. You're the worst. Come
1: back soon, Riley.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you can follow us on Instagram at the Meow Podcast. You can also uh, send us an email at everybody wants to be a cat podcast at gmail.com.
1: Yep. Fuck
0: yeah, I got it on the first go. We're also on Facebook at Everybody Wants to Be a Cat. Um, And yeah, feel free to send us an email of your kitty friends. We would love to talk about them. Give us something to talk about.
1: Kitty friends. Kitty friends. And we want your pet selfies.
0: Please. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. I want your pet photos.
1: Yes, please. <laughs> if there's a
0: dog involved, send it to the dog podcast not to hear.
1: I mean, if there's a dog and a cat.
0: Oh, if they're in there together, but I don't want a picture of a dog on no, its own. No, not just
1: dogs. I need a like,
0: cat involved at some point.
1: Like sometimes sometimes you just, you just need to say enough dogs, thank you. Can yes, I please have enough. a cat?
0: Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, well, we'll see you next week with more stuff about cats because that's what this podcast is about. Cats, cats,
1: cats, cats, cats. cats. All right, see you guys. Meow. Meow. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen